What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Free Pizza Podcast, the platform for creatives. And we have the Angie Rose here with us today. So stoked. We're in her studio space right now, and her work is so beautiful. So I'm so happy for you guys to uh, get to know her through the interview. How are you? I'm good. Good. And you are an artiste. Yes. You paint and draw, and as you say, you dabble. I do. I dabble in some wood work, too, whenever I visit my dad. Oh, cool. Awesome. And she actually sings because she was singing Adele like a few seconds ago when we're testing the mics out. Maybe we should do it later. No. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. So let's get this started. Um, So tell us about yourself. Were you born and raised? What what do you do now? Do you own your own company or your own art studio? What are you doing? I am a born and bred North Kakalakian. I was raised in the mountains. Okay. And I like to think that was a great way for essentially my life to begin because we lived in a secluded part. So my imagination was able to really develop by being alone all the time, Mm -hmm. essentially. Because growing up, it was kind of funny, like, oh, man, sleepovers. My parents don't want to drive out that far. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I was left to my own devices with paint. And uh, I kind of pseudo own my own business i like to think that uh if you want to buy a painting from me you buy it from that's me. your business yeah exactly yeah um right now i'm not represented by a gallery so yet everything is coming to me that's awesome that's kind of a good thing it's, it's, it's great knowing that you're doing your own shit and no one else is telling you what to do or has any um hold over you so that's awesome yep girl boss yes cool so and you kind of mentioned it um in the little intro there um, that your interest peaked when you were super young because yeah. you were hell of a lot of a long time, a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you know when exactly that happened? I would say when I was four, uh, my grandmother, she came over to America after World War II and she was an illustrator for Sears. So I oh, looked, wow. Yeah. So, I came across her portfolio that my mother had and I was just like, wow, Grandma Chicago, because I couldn't say Helena. Grandma okay. Chicago drew all this? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I want to be like Grandma Chicago. Yes. So I started drawing, and then my mom bought me a paint set. And that's one of my favorite mediums to use. I do love drawing. It's a passion of mine. I love drawing with ink, but paint just has a whole different viscosity. And you can be super colorful with it. With drawing, it's like, oh, colored pencils. I don't have time for this. Yeah. That's cool. So... Were your parents super happy when you were you picked that up from your your grandpa your grandmother? I think so. Um, it was kind of funny when I went to Appalachian State where I got my degree in graphic design. I actually had to take a course where it was essentially like a semester-long quiz of what I should do with my life. So I took this course and I was like, "Look, mom and dad, I've wasted two years. Let me go to art school." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to go through the entire process of. Um, Getting accepted into art school, you have to submit a portfolio. Okay. And then I had to submit another portfolio for the graphic design department. Awesome. So I got my BFA in graphic design. That's awesome. Cool. So I just I want to come back to that. Um, but jumping back a few years before college, um, what do your parents do? I know your grandmother was an illustrator. Mm-hmm. Were your was your mom and dad were they creative at all? Not really. I mean, when so. Where I was a visual child, my dad kind of like drew these like 
lesson plans for me because I sucked at math. So he like drew little cornrows and everything for me to learn how to multiply and all that other jazz. Okay. So he was creative in that way. But uh, he worked for the DOT. My mom was paralegal. So, oh, awesome. Yeah. I guess in, a, in its own way, that's kind of, it can be creative. Yeah. A little bit. That's yeah. awesome. That's that's a very good clash of knowledge from your parents. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. So I guess through like middle school to maybe high school, you were still doing art, taking yeah. art classes. Um, what? How was your high school experience with, with art? It was interesting. So at Smoky Mountain High School, we had this great teacher, Mrs. Kimball. Okay. And Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Mrs. Kimball. You inspired me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was just like she was able to teach me in a medium that I was never taught about. It mm-hmm. was everything that I've learned has been through, like, an intuitive experience with some help along the way. Like, with painting, I wasn't trained. It's right. just something that I wanted to express myself, and I just learned how to on my own. That's awesome. That's cool. And uh, obviously that stuff from high school and middle school and they led to obviously you taking it seriously yeah and i guess you started taking it seriously as far as like career wise it's probably before you went to college yeah so you knew that hey i'm probably going to doing this go ahead and take the college route and you know study there um how was the college experience where'd you go where'd you go i went to app state okay awesome and it was great once my parents allowed me to get into the art department okay i was going on like the psychology tract because like for some reason in high school I was really inspired by the Hannibal Lecter series (laughs) and I thought ooh, I want to be a psychiatrist at Sing Sing hell yeah and then I was like oh statistics is hard maybe arts where it's at maybe going to do do my hobby yeah that's cool that's awesome that would have been an interesting route if you would have chose to stick with that yeah you never know I'm kind of glad I didn't because um being an artistic person I like to think that the majority of us are very sensitive to our surroundings so Mm -hmm it would have probably drained me and I probably would have continued painting my dark and moody series. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Cool. So obviously this is your past graduation, um, which is awesome. What I wanted to talk about your, your style and process. So describe your style if you can. I describe it as abstract expressionism, especially with the molecular series, okay. mostly because it's based on an abstract thought of itself like we have slides and diagrams and images of what our molecular biology looks like but i wanted to take it a step further and just make it more of a about like color scheme and movement and shapes Mm -hmm. and abstract expressionism was the best way because i didn't want to get too technical that's not what i'm aiming for it everything's supposed to be about my own energy and how i feel when i react to something awesome that's cool you can definitely see that through your um your pieces, you know, there's definitely the, the movement and, you know, all that depicted from it. And that's, they're really, really beautiful. Um, so when you're starting a piece, where, where does that come from? Like, you know, are you envisioning something, you know, in the real life or is it just coming from just out of nowhere? Or? It's all based on my mood. It's very intuitive work. Um, I used to try to draw out what I wanted to paint and I realized with this series that that's not going to fly because right. I wanted it to kind of be like a diary entry. So each piece was spur of the moment that day. I'm going to work with these colors. This is what I mix. That's what I'm going to put on the canvas. Right. And all that. It, I never think about it. I just, I do. That's awesome. That's cool. And how many, how much time does it take to do a piece? It 
all depends. It all depends on okay. They're, they're all different sizes. I see. Yeah. Um, but what about a bigger piece, such as you know the one that's right behind you? Um, that forty-eight by forty-eight, probably just to do the base of it. It started out four hours. Okay. Some it's super sporadic. Um, so I'll have like really good energy days where I'm just like. I need to paint. This feels great. I'm in the best mood ever. Right. And then some days I just literally sit in front of it and I stare at it. Right. And that's why I also do the tiny paintings, just because it's kind of like a practice meditative process to get myself to be able to jump to yeah. the bigger ones. So you kind of do like, you, get, so you, work, you kind of jump around a little bit. Is what yes. You're saying. I try um, to at least work on six paintings at a time. Oh, wow. Just so I can work on one, wait for it to dry, work on the next one. And that gives you time yeah. to kind of just think about what you want to do with those paintings while mm -hmm. you're doing other paintings. Yeah. That's cool because you could get some inspiration from what you're doing now for something you're doing, you're working on, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. So where are you at now? You're obviously you're in a, I guess this is a collective? Yeah. This, this building? Um, yeah. Describe what you're doing now as so, far as where you are. I am here at 205 Collaborative, the largest artist collaborative in Greensboro. Okay. Um, I've been here for five years. I first started out in the little dungeon next to the entryway, mm -hmm. and then I hopped over to a nicer space, and then I met someone, and I was like, oh, let's be roomies and get a bigger space. Yes. So it's been a really fun journey just to see 205 grow in itself. And That's awesome. I try to help out with like my past like graphic design background and help promote 205 so more people know about it it's like one of those hidden gems in greensboro yeah definitely agree because driving over here i've been over here before being a photographer i've ventured these streets before but i was um following it through uh i guess my map quest or what map quest uh google maps map quest. <laughs> wow i threw it back right there anyways google maps i turned down the street and i was like holy crap i've been out here before i didn't even know this building was even here yeah um so that's awesome so you see you do graphic design for the a little bit thing? okay like um i take care of the website i do some of the photography for it and hell yeah yeah <laughs> and i i do love doing the photographs just because i mean as artists it's hard to find that source that can help you out with that and it's kind of a trade-off like i helped a ceramist with her photographs and she gave me free pottery oh like, nice nice trades that that's kind of common within the i guess creative world yeah um trades are a great thing yeah. Uh, so that's cool that you're working together with some, some people here. That's really nice. Really good to hear from um, happening It's all here. a collaboration. Yeah, it really it's is. in the name. It really is. I, for, I think for you to get anywhere. <laughs> it, good point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but awesome. Cool. So let's go to your inspirations. And I say creative inspirations, but it doesn't have to be creative. Um, so you can do other painters, maybe people in your life that have influenced you in any side of way, or just anyone. So the inspiration for this molecular series, when I was in high school, I was really inspired by the life sciences. Like I thought I was gonna be like a biologist or something, but that just wasn't the path I was meant to take. Right. So I love reading science articles, especially when it comes to the human anatomy or even like space, the final frontier, and just like hearing about all these new discoveries that are happening. And Visually, I'm inspired by uh, Lee Krasner. She's the wife of Jackson Pollock. Okay. And her paintings, they have such like a dynamic movement, and they're so big, and they're colorful, and they just, they move my heart when I look at them. <laughs> and there was this one painter, uh, Robert Motherwell. Mm-hmm. I think that's the right 
one. I'm just going to go ahead and say that's the one I'm thinking about. <laughs> um, me and my husband went to Denver three years ago, and there's a whole museum dedicated to him. Okay. And his ideology behind his paintings were they were all portraits, portraits of people. And it was abstract expressionism. Okay. So here are these, like, jagged, big, dark shapes, and they're supposed to represent this person's energy. And I really gravitated to that abstract notion that we aren't these bodies we're more than that we're energy right awesome cool okay I check those out i'm going to give you to give me those maybe instagrams or websites after this yeah um cool so i'm curious you were you were in the mountains mm -hmm. and you ended up in greensboro yes um so to describe how that happened <laughs> so essentially me and my husband both graduated around the same time at app state and he got a job in Winston-Salem. So I was like, oh, we're married. I'm following you. Oh. Because that's what you do, That's I what guess. you do when you're married <laughs> yeah. and stuff. People. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, funny enough, I got my first, like, real-time job as a web designer at Campbell University. And nice. he's like, I have a job in Winston, so we have to be somewhere in the middle so you can commute and I can commute. Right. So I was like, Greensboro, that's only an hour and a half away from Campbell. <laughs> 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 so that's how we ended up here. And I kind of view it as, like, I love Greensboro. Yeah. I will never leave North Carolina. My okay. heart's with North Carolina. And seeing Greensboro grow, I want to be part of that growth. Dude, yeah. And it kind of reminds me of the mountains a little bit. Um, compared to Winston-Salem, I lean more towards Greensboro just because there's more trees. It's more nature -y. More green. More green. Yeah. And you don't get as lost. Ah, Greensboro. You get it? You get what I said? <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Cool. So... That's also you want to be part of that because Greensboro is actually on the come up. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening here, and that's really great to see um, me living here as well. So I definitely agree with you on that. Um, cool. So let's talk about some of your accomplishments. And that can be big or small. Uh, anything that has stood out to you over the years? Yeah. So I would say my first accomplishment was getting the Student Choice Award at App State my senior year. Nice. I did a Yeah, I did this lithograph. Um, Kind of sad story. It was based upon losing my friend and my godchild. Okay. So I did a series based on, like, just missing her, essentially. And when I won that award, it felt like, wow, people really appreciate this emotion that I'm trying to put out there. And the second time I felt like I'm doing something right was when my old hairstylist, he was cutting my hair, and I was like, yeah, I paint. He's like, oh, let me see pictures. And I showed him my Dark and Moody series. He's like, oh, that would look so good here. And I was like, okay. Okay, hell yeah. And he yeah. was like, can you do six more? And I was like, sure. Well, hell yeah. Yeah, so like I did that show, and ever since then, I started pursuing painting with more of like a pursuit in an essence. Yes. Like I, I don't want to make it too professional to where the business side just like – makes me hate the art mm -hmm. but um it's definitely something that i'm striving to create for myself so i'm known as an artist as well as a web designer with full-time gig yeah for sure yeah cool so that's probably the most probably one of the biggest accomplishments you say yeah is doing that and was that your first commission yes okay yes. awesome so when i was doing that series it just felt nice that people were coming up to me and saying, oh, wow, your art really speaks to me. And I'm like, I've never had anyone say that to me before. Yes. Because graphic design, it's made to sell. Right. 
And there's kind of like that materialism aspect that I don't like about it, but making art, it taps into the soul, and I really appreciate that idea. That's awesome. It's, yes, I will say with other artists as well, probably agree with this too, is that it's really great when someone does come up to you and say that this very genuinely just comes and say, hey, this, I feel this. This is awesome. You're doing such good work. It's just like, okay, cool. Maybe this is meant to be, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's awesome that that happened, and I'm very happy that happened for you. Um, awesome. So you kind of answered this like a few seconds ago, but what does painting do for you? It centers me. I like to think that um, where I'm in front of a computer for my full-time job, I just need to decompress, and painting is such a good outlet for me because I hate exercise. I hate sweating. Fair. So, Very like, fair. right now, it's 100 degrees I say it's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, painting totally, like, blocks that out of my head. Like, when I'm in a painting, I forget everything that's happening around me, and I just try to really dive into that moment. And that's what I try to get across with the molecular series because right. it's an entry about that point in time of me moving the paint around. Yes, awesome. Actually, my fault, I want to jump back. These two series, yes. you talked about the molecular one. Yes. Now, the other one, what are, you, what are you doing there? I am doing the regional series. I love North Carolina so much, like I said before, so I wanted to do this pseudo-abstract series. Like, they still look like land masses. Yeah. So, but the movements are a little more abstracted. Okay. And I just wanted to share my love for this state, basically. Oh, yeah. So I'm doing the mountain regions predominantly right now because that's what I know. And yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. It's and beautiful up there. Yes, it's gorgeous. And uh, right now I'm working on some Piedmont paintings, and I need to go and do some visual research of the sand hills. Right. So by visual research, you're going to go with this hang out and draw some and like that? More like just sitting out in nature. Um, Growing up, I used to just love hiking a lot. I'm a walker. I like walking around a yes, lot. Yes, yes. <laughs> so when I want to do visual research, I just want to be on my two feet walking around because it's easy to, like, look out the car window and be like, okay, I was in the sand hills. Time to go home. I try to experience it a little bit more just so I can get, like, the energy of the space. Awesome. That's cool. I can't wait to see those. I can't wait to see the rest of them. I see there's a few of them over there. Yeah, and I have some for sale at Covet Altier, an NC-based NC Goods Only business in Charlotte. In Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guys, Charlotte, North Carolina, I got some homies out there. Go buy her stuff. <laughs> Angie Rose. Um, cool. So what are some of your hobbies outside of work? One, painting. Uh, we also, me and my husband, like to rescue cats. Right okay. now we're at a good number, so we're happy with our fur babies. Right. And I love cooking. It's kind of like another art form for me. Oh, yeah, so of course. It's definitely art form. He, he benefits from that hobby awesome. of mine so I, I love cooking all the time yes oh that's good to yeah, invite me and jacob over for some yes. food um that's cool i like asking that because i think a lot of people don't think that we have lives outside of you know doing our stuff so that's cool um so going towards the end of it where do you want to end up with your i guess all your efforts so do you want to own your own studio do you want to just kind of keep hanging out in a, collab a collaborative space and, you know, working somewhere else too, or what's up? I would love to stay in this collaborative space. Okay. I think having this energy is what's made me a better artist in some sense, just because, like, my next-door neighbor, Hillary, her and I will just talk about life stuff for, like, an hour, and we get all this stuff off our chest, and it makes our work better. Yes. And I feel like if I, like, ostracized myself, like, I have a shed in the backyard I could paint in, but I don't. Yeah. Just because I'm an introvert, but I still like to talk to people a little bit. Mm -hmm. And my main goal is 
maybe to become a full-time artist. I would love that. I still love web design. It's a passion of mine, and it's a different art form. But it would just be nice to be living a life where I'm not in front of a computer. Yeah. For eight hours or ten. Oh, gosh, yes. I can only imagine. And it's cool. I think you can easily flip-flop that. It'd be cool if you can do this. If you're here all the time for eight hours a day, mm-hmm. and then on the side you can do web design. I mean, that's very doable. That's yeah. essentially what I do. Yeah, exactly. We have no children, so... Oh, for now, yeah. yeah. Knock on wood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Angie's great, guys. Um, cool. So, last but not least, what's well, second last question? Um, some your advice for the up and comings. They can be painters, any creatives, photographers, designers. What is your advice for the people up and coming in the game? I like to practice the Tiger Woods rule. Okay. Try to do your passion anytime as much as possible. 10,000 hours, you become a professional. Very true. And that's something that my husband talked to me about because he loves Tiger Woods and he's a golfer. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, you know, if you want to get better, you have to practice. And that's so true because I couldn't have done what I'm doing now if I just jumped into it. It took a lot of, like, patience and learning and just having, like, the time to actually do what I want to do. So be in your studio be taking photos, be practicing recipes, do whatever it takes to get better, and just be passionate about it. Yes, that's awesome. Awesome, that's good stuff. I gotta kinda take notes for that for myself. <laughs> um, cool, so your content information, where can we find you? You have a Instagram, you have a website, Snapchat, Zanga, <laughs> Studio MySpace. Angel Fire. WordPress. Um, I have a website. It's AngieTheRose.com, and all my social media s- stuff is AngieTheRose. Okay. Twitter, Instagram. Uh, what else am I on? I'm on Ello, which is a platform for artists. Okay. And I'm AngieTheRose there. And SoundCloud, if you want to listen to the music I listen to while I paint, AngieTheRose. What? Really? Yep. Yo, give me a playlist. Oh, they're all on there. Are you singing on them? No. <laughs> Actually, the last one we're going to do here is going to sing the Adele song you were singing. Hello. Okay, we're done. My voice we're done. Back. She's getting ready to mess that up. Yeah. But no, thank you. Oh no, no, I heard a hello and it was over. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but thank you for letting us come do this. It's like almost nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And we're we're hanging out and that's awesome of you. You know, you have a husband stuff to get to, so we're gonna cut it off. But thank you. Yeah, of course. This is and awesome. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, if you are interested in the arts, every second Saturday, two o five opens its doors for an open house from ten a.m. till four p.m. Ten a.m. to four p.m. Yep. Open or if house. you see the gate open and there's someone inside, you can come in. Just come and hang say hello. out. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you, Angie. No problem. You're the best, and we're out of here. Adios. <laughs> hey guys, Daniel here your host of the Free Pizza Podcast. If you like what you just heard, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on the podcast app. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for upcoming episodes.